0: What's up all you movie lovers? Al, you got something to say to the movie haters? You guys don't like movies? What are you insane? Welcome back to By the Heart. I'm Alex. And I'm Sean. We believe that every great story is full of gospel themes. Together we
1: examine our favorite movies while looking at the gospel themes of characters in some of the best quotes. Also, we look at the moments that made us
0: laugh, think, and cry. And we'll let you know when you can find a wall to pee on with our Big Daddy moment, so you don't miss the good parts. Thanks for listening. The gospel is that Jesus Christ died on the cross to pay the debt that we owe due to our sin. And only by faith in what Christ has already done can one find salvation and the fullness of life. Here at By the Heart, our intention is to make much of Jesus and to see Him in all of the little Corners of the Arts, and especially for us, movies. I'm back here with my co-host, Sean Lally. What's up, Sean? What's going on? It's been a great uh, weekend. We had Easter. Uh, We got to talk about Jesus rising from the dead, the single greatest and most important event in human history. And today we get to talk about one of our favorite movies, our movie of the day, Oceans Eleven. For our 11th 11th. episode. Wow. We did not plan that at all. We planned it. (laughs) Danny Ocean and his 10 accomplices plan to rob three Las Vegas casinos simultaneously. But first, what are the best Las Vegas movies? I got a list here for you. Let's hear them. 21. (laughs) 21 is not (laughs) not a good movie. Not good. The Hangover. (laughs) <laughs> the hangover funny. series very funny don't watch it kids casino very good robert de niro joe pesci can't beat that vegas vacation oh chevy chase oh, and
1: you always thought what was so funny about that movie is that uh, wayne newton gives
0: chevy chase's wife in the movie a cut of his hair what you don't remember that i just remember every time wayne newton comes on i'm like ah, i gotta stop watching yeah, this this is the, so creepy what's wrong with that guy's face <laughs> okay Burt Wonderstone, <laughs> did you ever
1: see that? One of them, I think that's an extremely underrated comedy, it's so dumb. <laughs> Steve
0: Carell, is that Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey and Steve Buscemi. Oh my goodness, it, it's it's terrible. Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2? <laughs> that's in Vegas, I've never seen it. <laughs> I think it's in Vegas. <laughs> I don't know. Rat Race? Oh, I love Rat Race. Rat Race is great, I like that. John Rat. Lovitz? Oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> that's my limited, uh, John Lovitz <laughs> is Mike Lowry. I'm Mike Lowry! thanks mike ryan for that um and then how about last vegas i don't even know what that is <laughs> it's got morgan freeman robert de niro and michael douglas as old people it yeah. came out like two years ago yeah,
1: I forgot. About this is our
0: last chance to go to vegas before we croak it's kind of like bucket list it's like yeah these guys will probably die soon but it's been still 15 years it's 15 movies since yeah, <laughs> yeah. at least about them being Whoa, for, old people for for Morgan Freeman, it's been about thirty movies since then, at least Morgan Freeman. We we have a, a list of Morgan Freeman movies that we will be doing. Um, starting first and foremost with Bucket List for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and just get into Ocean's Eleven. Uh, right off the bat, I think my first impressions are that this is just a fun movie. It's there's not yeah. a whole lot going on. Yeah,
1: we were just talking about it before this. It's a heist movie, but what entices you about it is the camaraderie amongst the thieves. <laughs> yep. Like, it seems like they're doing this just as much for the camaraderie around each other as they are for the money.
0: It's like the the, the old saying, thick as thieves. Yes. They, they really just love being together. But, uh, as we get down to Cry, I don't think that this movie is deep at all. No, there, no it's not. There's maybe two deep quotes. <laughs> yeah, But it is... in. A very, very fun watch. Okay, here are the 11 in Ocean's Eleven. Because I think this is the best cast maybe ever. Whoa. Okay, George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, Bernie Mac, Don Cheadle, not John, but Don Cheadle, Casey Affleck, Elliot Gould, Scott Kahn, Eddie Jemison, Shabo Keen, Carl Reiner. Now, I can't pretend like I don't know who those last three are. <laughs> I have no idea. But Clooney, man. Pitt, Damon, Bernie Mac, Don Cheadle, Casey Affleck? Did you know that the guy, well, Matt Damon playing
1: the role as, what's his name, Linus? In the movie? Linus, yeah. It's supposed to be Mark Wahlberg. Do you know what movie Mark Wahlberg turned down? Or, I'm sorry, what movie he did after turning this down? I have no clue. Planet of the Apes. No! <laughs> Not the good new ones. He did the bad Planet the of the Apes? The bad Planet of the Apes. He turned down Linus' role. To,
0: to do, do the Planet. bad Planet of the Apes? Yeah. Oh, there are
1: pretty successful three oceans movies. Pretty not successful <laughs> Planet of the Apes. I think two. I I don't think they're very. If they made it to two, that's impressive because the first one was not good. It was maybe the worst movie that I ever started because I never finished it. Do you know what one of my favorite parts of this movie is? Back to Oceans Eleven. Please tell me that Casey Affleck's in. You know why I love that Casey <laughs> Affleck? Tell that's
0: why. Because my boy's wicked smart. My boy's wicked smart. <laughs> that won't make sense if you haven't listened to the last episode. Casey Affleck, I think, should be in every movie that we that we review going forward. I think, yes. Gone Baby Gone has Morgan Freeman and Casey Affleck. Morgan Freeman's in Gone Baby
1: Gone? Oh, yeah.
0: How did I forget that?
1: He is the... I just remember uh, Michael Scott's wife, Holly, is in Gone Baby Gone. She's, uh, she's great.
0: I think she got an Oscar nomination for really, that. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, Morgan Freeman is the uh, stand-up cop, quote-unquote, if you haven't seen it. Anyway... Is this the best-looking cast of any movie? That one movie about uh,
1: Channing Tatum being a stripper, probably that one. <laughs> never saw it, but I... Uh, You're talking
0: about Magic Mike XXL? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it, and I hope I never
1: do. I used to do this thing as a gift for White white Gift uh, Exchange, uh-huh. where you would get like a good movie, and you would take that DVD out, and you would put Magic Mike in it. <laughs> and then give it, and so someone would think. In this instance, someone thought they got shooter with Mark Wahlberg. Oh no, a good Mark Wahlberg movie. Actually, it's not that good, but a fun one. It's got a really
0: long rat tail. And then they open it, it's like Magic Mike. <laughs> That's a great joke. I think this is the best looking cast though. Clooney, Pitt, and Damon. Oof. those guys look good. Good looking guys. Really good looking. Magic Wahlberg was in it too. Oh, Wahlberg's traps. <laughs> Are his traps on par with Tom Hardy? No, no, Tom Hardy's in League of His Own. Any chance we get to talk about Tom Hardy's traps, we will, because he's got great traps. All right, back to Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Uh, we've got a few characters here. Uh, we're going to talk about their gospel theme moments. Like I said, I don't think there's a whole lot going on, but this is just a, a really, really fun movie. If you ever uh, just need to relax or you just need to take a load off after a long week... Ocean's Eleven will not make you think too much. Yeah, it's not. We talked
1: about it last night when we were watching it. We said, this is a movie that's on TV often for a reason. Yeah. It's light. It's easy to watch.
0: For sure. So we have Danny Ocean, played by George Clooney. What are George Clooney's best movies? I'll tell you mine. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? I think that's your probably your no, favorite that's Clooney probably movie. That's probably my favorite Clooney movie, yeah. The Descendants that and thing. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Might be that order for me, yeah. One, two, three. Fantastic Mr. Fox. You should go watch it. Um, so Danny Ocean, he robs the casino. This is the whole movie is there are these 11, uh, heisters are robbing thieves. Yeah. But I want to call them heisters cause okay. it sounds like shysters. All right. Oh, I like that. <laughs> so I'm they're serious. heisters. Um, 11 of them, they're going to rob the three biggest casinos in Vegas. Yep. And you don't know why for a long time, but you find out that Danny Ocean, uh, their leader, Wants to rob the casinos out of love. Um, the owner of the casinos, Ter, uh, Terry, who we're going to talk about later, has somehow now dating Danny Ocean's wife? Because I don't think it, they're officially divorced.
1: Yeah. Because she said, she said, you got my papers. And he's like, yeah, I did. And she said,
0: I told you I'd write to you in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's harsh. Yeah. So he's definitely robbing the casino out of love because um, he wants to get back at Terry, who is now dating his wife. Danny Ocean was in jail, and so she left him. Um, I just think that he's right now. You can just see that he's fighting for his wife, albeit this isn't uh, probably the way to go. No. When you're fighting for love, but to take the little nugget of truth out of Ocean's Eleven here. Um, your spouse is worth fighting for yeah and we've said that often but um love should compel you to do radical things because it was the love of christ that uh compelled him to go to the cross and to die for us it's the only way that we have strength um, to fight is in christ so that's really all i have on danny ocean when it comes to gospel themes
1: Yeah, I I thought just life for him through his perspective is what can he accumulate, and he seems to not really ever be satisfied, or else he wouldn't have he would have stopped, and he would actually realize what his ultimate prize was was his wife, and not just some job that he could go heist.
0: Oh yeah, that's really good. That's all I thought. He probably lost focus. Yeah, that's that's huge. If you lose focus, uh, where where are your priorities? Uh, His priorities were robbing banks and casinos Mm -hmm. instead of his wife, and it ended up. Um, he ended up losing her. Okay, that's really good, man. I didn't think about that. We got Rusty Ryan played by Brad Pitt. Is Brad Pitt the best-looking guy while eating food in movies? Why is he always eating food? He's always eating food. Almost every movie he's in, he's eating something. Yeah. He eats that double cheeseburger, and it looks like, uh, wow, you really good-looking eating that cheeseburger. <laughs> and I want some of that cheeseburger now. Sean said that when we were watching it, he had a heart attack while he was watching him eat this cheeseburger. (laughs) Well, he, like, pounds his chest, and I was like, oh man, that doesn't look healthy. I think that uh, Brad Pitt's best movie, my favorite movie from Brad Pitt, is Moneyball. But Moneyball, like, eclipses my top 15, I'd say.
1: Moneyball's really good. Mine's probably Mr. and Mrs. Smith. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, for real, I remember watching this in the theater, and...
0: Thinking to myself, this is really good. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, this is really fun. That Hey, not a bad movie. Um, I think we see the priorities of Rusty Ryan. He's robbing the casino out of a love for money. He's one of the accomplices who's thick as thieves. Yeah. He's kind of the second in command. Yeah, he just seems to me like a younger Danny. Yeah. That's really all I had. For sure. And... I would imagine his priorities are pretty out of whack. Probably. Um, If your life is
1: being a thief. Yeah, well, he's miserably drinking whiskey straight, watching some dancer at a bar at the beginning of the movie, as he's miserable trying to teach this famous guy, who's played by Eric Foreman from That 70s Show, just trying to teach him how to play poker. And these right. guys are idiots. They have no idea what poker is because he said,
0: I got all reds. What's up? Like, <laughs> that's not how poker works. I didn't notice. I, I think you're right. Through the whole movie, Brad Pitt, Rusty Ryan is like heavily drinking. Yeah. I think this is actually what gets him, like, he gets excited about being a thief, being a heister.
1: Hmm.
0: That's about it, though. So, my gospel nugget here is um, if you're excited about being a thief, it's a good sign that you're you're not <laughs> grasping uh, the grace and mercy of God. Yeah. And I know that we're kind of just joking about Ocean's Eleven, but I know that people on a really small level, like we, we enjoy little rebellious things like stealing small things and mm-hmm. um, just little gateway sins of... I'm not saying that if you steal a pen, that that's not good, but... Maybe give the pen back, who knows, yeah, all right, so then we have Terry played by Andy Garcia. Mm-hmm. He's the casino owner. uh what would you think about him? uh he's really greedy <laughs> yeah he is he's super greedy. he's pretty much like his whole m o is he wants to take all the money that he can and he wants to destroy the business yeah. owners in Vegas. He's always walking with his nose up very pompous and
1: trying he's trying to control everything he always says. In Vegas or in my casinos, someone's always watching. And, yeah, like, you can't even kiss your girlfriend. Which makes me, again, think, like, is is she still married to George Clooney in this movie?
0: Is that why you can't, like, kiss her? I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand their relationship. (laughs) It's
1: very confusing to me.
0: If you try to look into this movie on the relationship side, you're going to be like, what? This makes no sense. Yeah. Um, But it's really fun. It's very fun. And... The cast is great. Yeah. So Terry, um, he his whole I mean he's known. He's kind of like Paul a little bit, where he's got a he's got a reputation for his the way that he um, comes down on people. Uh, He destroys businesses and sounds like he likes to break kneecaps if you owe him. Yeah, it's
1: true. He has a reputation. He has a room with no cameras that he can go beat people up in. Or not, he doesn't. But he hires someone to come beat George Clooney up. Yeah. Uh,
0: Danny. Old Danny. I think that's because he, like many of the movies that we've watched so far, he's a worshiper of his own power and his own money. He doesn't want anybody to come and and take it. And um, when you have such a firm grasp, such a tight clamp on your stuff, on your power, on your money... um, the smallest sign of someone coming to mess with that, uh, you're going to do drastic things. And it even leads him to selling out his now girlfriend, uh, for the chance to get his 160 million back. Um, so wherever your priorities lie, wherever your heart lies, uh, when times get tough, it, it will be revealed. You can put all of the, the voice, uh, that you want to your allegiance to Christ. But, um, when the, when the rubber meets the road, you're going to be faced with really stark realities if you actually do love him the way that you say. All right, we have Tess, played by Julia Roberts. Seems like she's just kind of always the second option here, right? Yeah. For, for Terry and for Danny. Yeah. Like, that's got to feel terrible. I actually think this is the deepest thing that I thought of in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. She is very hurt, and her hurt... Leads to confusion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. She She's hurt by Danny, so she's really confused. She doesn't know what he's going to do, so she runs to Terry. And then she's hurt by Terry, so she's like, confused again. Am I supposed yeah. to go back to Danny? I'm not really sure. And I think this just is a, a really um, just poignant picture that uh, when we put our hope and trust in particular people and we are inevitably let down, we are left with confusion. And it's why it's essential to trust Jesus as the rock, because Jesus doesn't let us down, but people will. Mm-hmm. And that always leads to confusion. Mm-hmm. Like, why did this happen to me? Yeah, uh, It's probably because your hope was... Um, you know, a human who was flawed. Yep. And on the flip side of that, when you are in a relationship, and you know that you're both uh, born into sin, and you you are a sinner, when they mess up, when they fail you, it's not a surprise. Yeah. And also it, it
1: relieves pressure from both people. Yeah. Because if you if your hope is ultimately in that person, the person's probably going to know that if you're in a long-term relationship with them, that's going to be in a tremendous amount of pressure at certain times because you feel like this person's fully dependent upon you. Well, if, you're, if that person's not and you have someone, you have a mediator, you have God in your relationship directing and guiding you, then you don't have this unnecessary pressure on both sides and it comes out in a handful of different ways that we don't really have time to dive into but um i'm sure we this won't be the only movie we talk about i i think most music and movies are about love in in some regard so we're going to get into those details at some point along the line Hmm. all right the big daddy moment of the movie
0: time to pee what'd you have well i actually went outside and i peed on the wall no, I didn't. But on my tenth to twentieth watch, you really can go pee anytime. Oh no, no! Okay,
1: okay. I almost had that, and then I thought about it a little bit deeper. Any moment that isn't the montage of them getting the group together, because that's a great part, yeah. and the heist. Yep, the heist is great. Uh huh. Because there's a couple wrenches thrown in. Let's be honest. When did this movie come out? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Okay. The. Uh, the Asian guy getting his hands stuck in the in the door and the battery's not working. That's great. Um, Casey Affleck and whoever the other guy is from Varsity Blues. Is it the guy from Varsity Blues? I think so. Yeah. Those two guys being 20 different workers in the casino and no one knowing <laughs> is great. Um, yeah. I think the heist in general is just, it's awesome. It's really fun. So I would say that. The montage, don't leave during the montage because you're going to see Casey Affleck's mini truck get run over. Um, and then don't leave during the heist.
0: Yeah, it's I agree. Great. Except for, for me, I could pee anytime because I've seen it so many times. <laughs> by the Heart, sponsored by Alex's Painting. Sean has been a frequenter of Alex's Painting on the weekends. Sean, how's it going for you? I'm um, still pretty bad, but we're getting there. He's getting better. <laughs> we have a new category for you guys. Uh, this is our By the Heart recommendation. We're going to do our very best to recommend some of our favorite and most unknown movies. That would be worth your time to watch. I would say every movie that we post is worth your time to watch, but these are particular ones that might uh, fly under the radar. Sean, what's our what's our suggestion for this um, episode? A Shia LaBeouf movie, Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter Falcon. Just trust us. We won't say anything else. Go, watch it. Go watch the preview. You'll love it. Okay, our third, but kind of now our fourth category. Gospel quotes. These are the quotes that uh, reveal to us the gospel themes in the movie. I've got one because, like I said, I don't think this movie is very deep. You got got anything? I've got one as well. I'm wondering if it's the same as yours. Okay, what's yours? All right, at some
1: point in the movie, Danny is trying to get Tess back. George Clooney is trying to get Julia Roberts, let's be honest. Let's just use their actor names (laughs) because it's really who they are in the movie. He, He says to her about Terry, her new boyfriend, does he make you laugh? And Julia Roberts responds, he doesn't make me cry.
0: That's my quote right there. That's yours, yeah, I mean. Does he make you laugh, Tess? He doesn't make me cry. Yeah, it's a great quick response with some attitude as well. Yeah, I think Danny was like, oh man, our life's just going to be great because I'm adventurous and you're going to be able to um, have this life that you wouldn't be able to have with anybody else because we do fun things and we rob casinos and you're always laughing like it sounds exciting, mm-hmm. but that was a life that led to a lot of disappointment. Yeah, And she's, to me, I just thought, man, she really just wants some stability. Yeah, there's a lot, of, there a lot of destruction in their relationship because of his greed. And I think the gospel quote, the reason why that's a gospel quote for me is that we're not su- supposed to live in chaos. Mm-mm. God made us to live in order. And one of the most freeing, thing that, freeing things that you can do is bring order to chaos. That's why cleaning feels good. You think so? I, I think so. Makes sense. I mean, I just like cleaning. Yeah, I think I think you're right. If yeah. you bring order to chaos, there's a semblance of peace because we're not meant to live in chaos.
1: Also, when we're hurt as humans, I think we we naturally I mean, we search for healing obviously. And some people search for it a handful of ways, but often people are going to search for the opposite of what made them hurt and hoping it'll cure our pain. And Sometimes that works for a, a short amount of time or maybe even for an extended amount of time, but that's not the ultimate root of being healed is finding the opposite. If you're finding, if you're looking for order after chaos, um, specifically that outside of Christ, it might help for a time because there's common grace, but I don't think that's ultimately the answer. I think there's still going to be, because we're flawed humans, there's still going to be sin, and only God can redeem that. So when God redeems that, then we're able to see how that will work but things aren't going to be perfectly organized for the rest of our lives just because we search for something that's opposite
0: of what hurt us yeah that's really good
1: all right our jimmy v moments moments made
0: you laugh think and cry every day every single day you gotta laugh you gotta think and you gotta cry in the green bay packets in the green bay packets (laughs) all right what made you laugh so, Rusty is telling Linus all of the things that he has to do to make sure that he's not caught. And at the end of this big spiel, he says, He's got to like you, then forget you, forget you the moment that you've left his side. And for God's sake, whatever you do, don't! Under any circumstance! And then he gets distracted and never tells him what he's not <laughs> yeah, supposed and, to do. And Matt Damon's just sitting there, he's like, wait, what? <laughs> he's, suppo- he's playing this like
1: kind of upscale, really smart, down-to-earth, good little kid and now he's freaking out so he's like super neurotic it's really great yeah that part made me laugh the most um mine's when Clooney walks out of jail at the end of the movie after he does his three to six months and Brad Pitt's sitting there eating a sandwich of course as only Brad Pitt does eating food better than everybody but Clooney looks up and says Ted Nugent called he wants a suit back (laughs) just made me laugh because Ted Nugent I don't know what's that guy up to
0: Is he playing guitars with flames shooting out the sides? I don't know. Wait, was he the guy in Mad Max? <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> All right, what about your think?
1: Um, in general, I think this movie just kind of revealed that in life, you can't have everything. You just can't. And in your pursuit to satisfy your desires outside of of knowing your identity and relationship in Christ, it's going to leave a path of hurt, pain, and destruction. Because you're gonna compromise. You have to compromise if you're gonna if you want everything.
0: Yep, man. That's yeah. That's so good. For not being a very deep movie, that's a thinker. I just said that Rusty is trying to figure out why Danny wants to rob the casinos of the whole movie. He knows that it's not just a job, and this is the the place where he finds out that it actually is for love. And I was just thinking about how um, love drives us to cliffs sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's for love. And then cry. I actually don't have a cry. I just think that Tess's
1: relationship is really sad because she's playing, she's just kind of following these guys wherever she goes rather than actually understanding what true independence feels like. Hmm. And so that moment when um, they call her and say, turn on channel 88, and Clooney offers Danny Garcia, uh, Terry... He offers him, "I'll give you your money back, but you got to give me tests." Mm-hmm. And she hears it, and she walks out, and she uses the line, "In your casino, somebody's always watching," and he knows somehow she's seen this. Yeah, that that was just really sad because now she goes back to Danny. <laughs> her options are like Danny her, or Terry. Her options that those were your only options were some super greedy casino owner or your ex husband who was a
0: who was a greedy heister. <laughs> Heister. Yeah, I, was,
1: I don't know. I just thought that was sad.
0: That, her relationship is sad. I would agree with you. Okay. Last category. By the heart. These are the moments that just capture us, that make us want to watch the movie again. Um, I said that when C- Casey Affleck comes out of nowhere, because I'm a huge Casey Affleck <laughs> fan, you're like, oh wait, Casey Affleck's in this movie too? <laughs> Same thing happens with Bernie Mac. And you're like, oh wait, Bernie Mac's in this movie too? <laughs> The montage of all the people. Yes. And Bernie Mac's not Mr. Three Thousand in this movie, <laughs> so it's got to be better than that. Um, but really, the whole movie, the first like time you watch it, is just great. It's so it's fun. fun. The music
1: flows together so well. It's really well placed. Uh, the humor is well placed. The adventure is well placed. Clooney's showing up at the card table at Brad Pitt's like I don't know bar that he's at. Brad Pitt walks back, and Clooney's just there at the table, and they say, "We found another player." <laughs> and he's like, "And it's like, oh, of course they know each other." Yeah, just everything that, how everyone meets along. The montage is great. The heist is great. It's a fun movie.
0: I agree. All right, guys. Well, that was Ocean's Eleven. That was our uh, review and gospel-themed uh, moments of a fun um, heist movie. We're really excited for uh, where we're going with this podcast. Um, so, so many fun and um, uh, life-giving themes being brought up in the things that we love which yeah. are movies let us know what
1: you think too because we've had some people contact us and it's been really encouraging so yeah if, you're, if you've been encouraged by this um it's encouraging to us um i had a good buddy from hawaii call last week and just catch up for 10 to 15 minutes and it was really encouraging so if you've been
0: encouraged hit us up let us know what you think for sure and while you're at it remember jesus is king And you can join us next time on our next two episodes where we review Grudge Match and what else, Sean? Terminator Salvation. Terminator Salvation.